everyone. Welcome to another edition of Meet the Candidates. I'm your host, Jonathan Grabowski. We are kicking off the 2019 spring election season. Joining me on the show today is the candidate for the one-year term of the, for the Board of Public Works, Mr. Dave Kerr. Dave, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. All right, so before we get into why you're running and a bunch of issues about the Board of Public Works, talk about who is Dave Carrier. Well, I was born and raised in Westwood, Massachusetts. I graduated from Westwood High School in 1965. I went to Mass Maritime Academy, graduated in 1968 with a degree in marine and electrical, a minor in electrical engineering. Uh, I also guess I should add, my dad was an electrical contractor, so I spent most of my high school and college years working with him. Ah. Um, hired man to work for. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, took a uh, nuclear technology and reactor operator training course at uh, the uh, United States Merchant Marine Academy at Kings Point. Uh, and I sailed on the Merchant Marine from 1968 to 1971. Wow. Uh, the last few months were associated with the nuclear ship Savannah, wow. uh, one of Eisenhower's Adams for Peace initiatives mm -hmm. back in the 50s. Um, Along with my bachelor's, I uh, took uh, accounting and management courses at Cambridge College. Um, I also uh, had some courses when I worked for Public Service Electric and Gas in New Jersey with Stevens Institute. And I had uh, some Microsoft Office training uh, for A-plus certification uh, in, at Clark University uh, back in 2003 timeframe. Uh, majority of my career has been in the electric utility industry from mm -hmm. basically uh, 1972 through May of 2005. Um, and then I went to work for the town of Marshfield in the engineering staff, uh, part-time first and then full-time, and became superintendent in 2007. Yes, you became superintendent. So how long were you superintendent for, and what were some of the accomplishments? Well, I was superintendent of town of Marshfield from July 1 of 2007 through to September 1st of 2011. Mm -hmm. uh, first and foremost was implementing the uh, pay-as-you-throw program for solid waste. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to hit my list here so I don't forget anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and basically, uh, we you know, initiated cured-in-place polyester pipe sewer line rehabilitation, which saved a lot of money from the standpoint of the uh, sewer enterprise because you're able to uh, basically uh, insert a balloon, blow it up, have it turn into a piece of fiberglass pipe so you didn't have to dig up a whole bunch of sewer pipe instead. Okay. Uh, we also uh, had the Carolina Hill... Uh, water tank right. uh, implemented for uh, upgrading of our systems. Uh, we had as well the um, Mount Skurgo well, which was self-engineered, uh, and we brought that back online. Uh, and uh, in 2009, one of the things I did uh, in concert for the town in general, for fiscal 2009, I should actually say, was uh, I uh, had been buying power when I was a uh, staff engineer for the DPW, uh, okay. saving them uh, considerable over what was then the basic service from um, Com Electric and uh, Eversource, I ended up uh, saving about $90,000 for the uh, non-school general fund areas wow. of the town outside of uh, Public Works uh, that year. Um, and I have a fun fact on that at the end when we get there. All right, sounds good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So why did have you decide to run for the Board of Public Works? Well, when I, when I retired as, as superintendent, all of the board members were the board members that I had worked for. And mm -hmm. I certainly did not want to uh, go up against all of the guys that had supported me quite nicely right. when I was superintendent. Um, and as we got in later on, you know, my wife and I are both in our 70s now. Um, you're at that point in life where the kids and the grandkids don't live in town. Okay. Uh, and you know, how much longer we're gonna be here is the question. So three year term, I didn't want to be in the situation of walking away from it no. you know, because I moved out of town. Um, this one-year option came up, so I figured it was a good fit. And as it sits right now, 
We're probably sticking around for another three to four years. I think my wife has said she doesn't want to go anywhere until we're 75. Okay, so you, so you always kind of wanted to well, run or been, be involved. I, it, if anybody is, your young man behind the camera can attest, I am almost always at mm -hmm. the Board of Public Works meetings. I'm a faithful attender of uh, the advisory board hearings. Mm -hmm. And I don't miss town meeting. I think it's one of the best games in town. It's funny because there's some people that after they you know, retire from office, they continue to stick around or they, you never see them again. True. So, so, well, the uh, town council might be that case. These are on our board. So, um, I know. Civics 101 here. Um, for those that don't know, what is the role of the Board of Public Works? Well, I'm going to quote right from Article uh, 223 from the uh, charter, which basically is the Board of Public Works is responsible for the organization and administration of the following functions. Construction, maintenance of highways, water, sewer systems, tree care, parks, including landscaping, and ground maintenance of all town buildings and property, and such other public works and related functions as may from time to time be vested in it. One of the things that wasn't included in that list for the note Mike is the solid waste when it was given. Okay. Yeah. So they, they, it's also the Board of Public Works responsibility to appoint a superintendent and now the deputy superintendent. Okay. So getting back to your experience as being the superintendent, yep. what are some things you can take from that and apply it to being a board member. I'm sure there's a ton, but what, what are a couple? Well, mainly you need to make sure you're keeping your communication with your superintendent open mm -hmm. and full and through him with his staff. And I emphasize that through him with his staff. Okay. Uh, it should be the exception, not the rule that you go around the superintendent as a board member at any time. Um, the one possible exception to that is there are some engineering functions as a board of public works that you may be authorizing and the town engineer is you know, appointed separately from the board of public works. I mean, from the superintendent by the board. Um, the other thing is, you know, you have to be, um, an advocate who pushes back when necessary against okay. the budget constraints that come up from time to time, particularly mm -hmm. with the enterprise, because the enterprise is independent of the general fund. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, what's something that you know the board's currently doing well, well with, and what's something that you know if you were elected you might be able to help them improve upon? Well, they do a good job of advocating for infrastructure. Um, but occasionally, uh, the arguments aren't as strong as I'd like to see them. We mm -hmm. had an example uh, the other night at the advisory board hearing when uh, the Capital Budget Committee was not recommending the replacement of two of the old tractor drive backups to the electric uh, well pumps uh, were being replaced with generators. And um, I think I made a better case than had been hit on the fact that those well sites are important to public safety. They maintain the tank level. The tank level is what maintains our fire protection in town. And the generators you know, are far better function than those old tractor motor takeoffs, uh, which were about 75% reliable when I was in the job. You know, and I made that point at the board meeting. Uh, and actually, the uh, town administrator uh, you know, had said and, and advised uh, the advisory board that yeah, they should authorize it. The money was not going, being bonded and borrowed. It was okay. coming out of retained earnings. Okay. So there's no reason for the capital budget to have turned it down. Okay. And that's when you've got to push back. Just so far, what do you mean when you use the term infrastructure? Well, infrastructure is basically our water system, okay. all of its pump sites, uh, all of its water standpipes or tanks, if you prefer. Uh, it is also the uh, sewer system, which includes all of the underground piping that acts for the collection of the system, as well as uh, you know the treatment plants, the forwarding pump stations, and their associations. Uh, 
all of our highways, okay. drainage systems, they're part of the infrastructure, uh, as is basically our transfer station. Okay, that and, makes okay. that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, every race has a like a hot button issue. Um, what would be the hot button issue for you know Board of Public Works? Well, since I'm unopposed, yeah, you're, 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 you're lucky because there's two no. there's two seats. There's a one year which yep. you're running for. Right. You're and unopposed, and there's a three year term. You yep. know, and there's two people running for that. Right. Why are like the hot? Say all three, you were running for the same seat. What's what's well, what would be like, the hot button <clears throat> issue? I believe right now, today, the hot button issue is boiled down to the vote by, I believe it was the town meeting in uh, May of 2017, mm -hmm. in April of 2017, when they authorized the um, uh, forensic audit. Okay. okay. Which, of course, as is their right and under the charter, the Board of Selectmen chose not to implement. Um, to me, some of the driver on that has diminished with the departure of Rocco Longo, the former town administrator. Mm -hmm and the town accountant who had a very difficult time balancing the books, getting uh, mm -hmm. the fundings into the appropriate buckets for the enterprises. Um, with the departure of those people, um, the tenor of the relationships between the superintendent, his business manager, and the town administrator and treasurer collector and the accountant has changed mm -hmm. for the better. Uh, there are modifications taking place. Before I would pull the trigger on a forensic audit, uh, I would want to sit down with the uh, superintendent and the business manager, find out what additional changes they would want to see, okay, that further improve things. Basically, the big issue that the enterprise divisions and therefore the Board of Public Works has is the indirect charges that come over from the general fund mm -hmm. side of the town, particularly from the town administrator's office, the treasurer collector's office, and the accountant's office. Um, I personally found the accountant office charges were not that far out of the ballpark when I was in the job, um, mm -hmm. but that was mostly during the tenure of Nancy Holt, uh, not Barbara Costa. I only had one no. eight and a half years with her. Um, I thought uh, the town administrator, if he's doing everything that he's supposed to be doing, maybe his charge is legitimate. I can say mm -hmm. that the prior town administrator, he wasn't. Uh, those are the issues that I see. That, okay. you know, those, if you can get those moved from the allocation systems they have now to an actual direct hourly charge or some okay. kind of unit charge, yeah. that diffuses that whole issue. And that would be one of the things I'd like to push and achieve. Okay. Just what are enterprise accounts? So, well, some, we hear this term a lot in town government, oh. especially Marshall, but what exactly are they? Okay, the enterprise accounts came into being circa 83, 84. Okay. Um, at that time, uh, Jack Whitman and Jeb Deloach were on the mm -hmm. uh, Board of Public Works. And it was also <clears throat> something that was allowed as a legislative implementation when Prop 2.5 came through. Okay. Uh, what that did is that took services that you got from the town, water, sewer, and trash. trash. They're the enterprise divisions. It took those out of the tax rolls and put them into a fee charge basis. The Board of Public Works through the superintendent and his staff basically determine what those rates should be for those services. Uh, and the Board of Selectmen really have no say in the resetting of those okay. rates. They just get set when they need to be to meet costs. By the enterprise requirements, you have to meet your costs. Mm -hmm. Any monies in excess can go into basically uh, you know, like a a reserve funds. Account. They go into reserve okay. funds and can be used as retained earnings for capital projects. One of the pluses about the enterprise is that uh, it has resulted in Marshfield having excellent infrastructure as far as water goes. Yeah. Uh, 
The sewer system, which is older, circa 1978, is slowly and surely being upgraded and replaced as we go along, Uh, some in result of uh, requirements from the regulators, DEP, Mm -hmm. uh, and the others just because it's time to do it. Okay. So every town board faces challenges. What are some challenges that Board of Public Works faces? Well, basically we just hit the biggest one, which is getting the enterprise divisions and the issues that are associated with those Mm -hmm. set aside. Thereafter, it's having sufficient funds for the general fund function of roads, in particular right. and drainage secondarily. Uh, you know, we'll always manage to clear the snow, but yeah. the bottom line is that you know, um, keeping the roadways in Marshfield maintained uh, is dependent more on what the state allows than it is on what the town has authorized. And we have added a lot of roads without adding any staff and equipment to speak of. I'm, this question I'm asking to every yep. candidate who's running for uh, Department of Public Works and or Board of Public Works, and I thought you might have the best answer to it because you know you've lived it. Um, there's been discussion about a new barn, new DPW uh, the, the, barn. The highway barn is well past its serviceable life. Um, you know, it was an old Butler building, put up circa 1973, I think, if I remember right. And I, that would be subject to check because it's not one of those things I focused on too much. <laughs> but the bottom line is, you know, they're doing what they can to try and keep it standing but physically it is you know a building that absolutely needs to be replaced and upgraded um you know it does it lacks the the kind of um, evacuation system you'd normally have for a garage where equipment's going to be running right okay uh it doesn't have the proper facilities for the storage of the lime that is still being stored there that should be in a separate building okay you know there are a number of issues associated with it that just you know the building you know is circa 1970s technology and we are now in 2019. So you're a firm yes. You're a firm, I'm a firm yes. Absolutely. I didn't even need to finish asking the question. Um, something that people don't realize is that there's six divisions within the within you know Department yeah. of Public Works. Um, just talk about them and you know the, the role the board plays with those okay. divisions. Well, you, the, the the general fund divisions boil down to being highway, cemetery, trees and greens, mm-hmm. and the equipment maintenance division. Okay. okay. Um, they also, though, are indirect charges against the enterprise division. Okay. Um, enterprise divisions, plural, because they take care of the enterprise division vehicles, mm-hmm. they provide space right. and service, and you know, if we need somebody to run an excavator and we don't have them in the water division or the wastewater division, he's going to come out oh. of the highway division. Right. Uh, you know, or if it's trees have to be cleared out in one of the areas where we have a sewer line running underneath the ground, that's going to be cemetery trees and greens that comes in to do okay. that. Um, highways, obvious is highways, okay? Right. So it's taking care of the potholes, it's taking care of the repaving right. projects, it's taking care of all of the drainage projects that have to be done, and obviously it's out there uh, during emergencies for storms, whether it's something that came down across the roadway or whether it's moving snow and ice, which okay. you know, we have every year. Right. Um, cemetery trees and greens are also out there plowing in the winter, okay? But okay. they're also taking care of our cemeteries, and we have far more than most people know because basically any private cemetery that is no longer being maintained by the same group that established it mm-hmm. has to come back under the town really? by state legislation. Oh, and wow. you know, so I believe there are, um, for all intents and purposes, four main cemeteries and then we have about another four or five uh, old private cemeteries that have been basically come under the town's guidance okay. and, and care. Interesting. Uh, and then, of course, water division. The water division not only is responsible for maintaining the distribution system in town, it has the pump stations, um, it has the tanks, it has the annual sampling, it has metering, 
Uh, and metering is one of the big issues that's facing the, uh, you know, the board right. of public works going forward. Um, you know, meters, meters, you know, the meters need to basically be gotten into a situation where, you know, you're, you're doing your meters on like a five-year cycle with a five-year vacation and a five-year cycle again. Typically, okay. you get someplace between 15 and 20 years of good service out of most of the meters. Okay. And they also pay into the sewers. That's how we determine the sewer fees as well. So it's doubly important. Okay, excellent. Um, if when you're elected, you're the only person. You know, you're the person. Barring a writing HR. candidate. I know. Yes. As barring a writing candidate, what's if if what's one thing you want to work on? I, my my main goal will be to be working both with the town administrator and with the superintendent to try and move us more and more to the direct charge when it comes to the indirects. Okay. okay. Uh, secondly, um, the cooperation that's taking place right now, I want to make sure it continues. Uh, one good example of that, and I think many people don't recognize that this happened the way it should have, um, the Canal Street Sunrise Bridge there. Right. Okay. When mm -hmm. that was being taken care of. You know, Mike Moresco was in the lead, and part of the reason he was in the lead in trying to get buy-in by both Plymouth and Duxbury is that uh, they don't have an elected board of public works over either of those towns. Basically, in that in those circumstances, the town administrator has overall charge right. of whether or not you spend money in those two towns. Mm -hmm. you know, Tom Reynolds could have taken the lead on that because he does have the authority and the right. budget you know, to do the bridge and our share of it. But Mike was the correct person to do it because of the parties on the other side of the thing. But he was in full contact with Tom and it was done with Tom's knowledge and assistance. Okay. So we're getting close to the end here. Yep. So we tried to end on some fun kind of questions. Um, so what's one thing that people don't know about you? What's a fun fact? Well, the answer I wrote down here, and I, I'm gonna amplify it with what my wife told me to tell you. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's fine. I don't have any. You gotta have, this has gotta be one summer. Okay, the fun fact my wife wanted to touch on is I'm the only husband she knows of who doesn't fall asleep in the chair at night. My wife does that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> secondly, the other fun fact is I'm still skating with the Quincy Ball Eagles. Uh, Excellent. And, uh, it's a great time and I enjoy it. And uh, as long as I can get myself back up on my feet when I go down on the ice for some reason, I'll keep skating with them. I think you're the second guest we've had on the show that I think skates with them. So. Trying to think who it was, but anyway. Yeah, um, we have numerous people that do it. If we were to take your phone and find out what music was on it, what would we find? None. And you showed me this earlier. I have a flip phone, okay? Now, I'm not a Luddite, okay? I am technologically competent. I have, my wife has the iPhone and, and the iPad. <laughs> I have my computers. But all I need is POT, <laughs> plain old telephone. Okay. okay. If I were to have a song, it would be Eternal Father, Strong to Save, known as the Mariner's Hill. All right. And last but certainly not least, why are you the best candidate for the position? Well, if all of the stuff we've discussed before this doesn't do it, I guess the fact that no one else is running against me does it. But I'm going to give you what I put in when I uh, did apply uh, to fill a vacancy for Steve Robbins that went to uh, Steve mm -hmm. Hawking. And it's, I have the necessary experience, knowledge of the mission of the Department of Public Works due to my tenure as superintendent, the interaction I had with the board during that time, my frequent attendance at board meetings, advisory board capital budget meetings, affecting the DPW issues since my retirement from the superintendent's position in September 2011. And in addition to that, I am a faithful attender of annual and special town meetings. Yes, you are. Well, Dave, thank you so much for joining thank us on you, the John. show today. Appreciate it. All right. And that's all the time we have for Meet the Candidates. Until next time, make it a great day. Thank you.